Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you season two of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. Welcome back to the Love of the Star podcast. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas, uh, the radio flagship home of your Dallas Cowboys, joined as always by my co-host, Brian Broaddus, former Super Bowl winning NFL scout and now co-host of the G-Bag Nation, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. on 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. And Brian, it's uh, as depressing as an offseason as we've talked about this has been for Cowboys fans. Their, their, their interest level seems to be at a... a I don't know about an all-time low, but definitely a recent low. Uh, It it got a lot dimmer this week as we heard about Tyron Smith tearing his hamstring, apparently literally off the bone uh, at his knee. Uh, The hamstring tear is going to keep him out. He'll have surgery today. This is airing on Friday, so he'll have surgery today. And he is out minimum until December. And even though there seems to be some optimism leaking out of the building a little bit, I think that's a very optimistic view. And and there's a real chance we're looking at no Tyron Smith this season, but a big blow to the Cowboys for sure. Yeah, uh, it's never easy when you lose your primary players, whether it's your quarterback, receivers, defensive ends, corners, safeties, whatever. Uh, When you lose players that that you're really counting on and – We've talked about Tyron Smith a bunch on this show, and it's been to the point of when he plays, he's one of the best. But you know there's going to be times where he's not going to play. And it's really unfortunate when you watch the practice and the replay of what happened last night, just going downfield, making a simple block, then all of a sudden he just collapsed on the ground. And, you know, those are the kinds of things, those are those injuries where, it wasn't really like a contact injury. I I remember seeing guys, Tyron Crawford, I was at an Oxnard and watching him go through the bags and all of a sudden he blows his Achilles and you're like going, well, he's just going through the bags. Right. So um, it's just unfortunate. And, but the thing about that I've learned all these years of being in this league, Bobby is nobody feels sorry for you now. You know, nobody feels sorry. We didn't feel sorry for the Buccaneers losing their guys. Yeah. You know, you don't feel sorry. And that's the one thing. It's you, you feel a little bit of, you know, if you have a buddy or two that's on another team that loses a guy, you feel sorry for them for a little bit. But this is one of those things where you just you battle on. You hope you have, you know, enough bodies. You hope you have talented guys. This just means to me that Tyler Smith's um, indoctrination to, uh, if I use the right word there, to the NFL is now just a little bit faster. It's a little bit quicker. It's a little bit more of, you know, when they were telling us, it's like, 
left side player? Was it left tackle, left guard? You know, where was he at? So, yeah, losing Tyron Smith just means that that others have to step up and the show goes on. There's no stopping now. You you're into that mode where uh, you know you're you're trying to get your team put together and, and trying to go win some games. Playerprofiler.com, which is one of my favorite uh, tools to use for injuries and and you know where guys are lining up in, in the slot and everything else. Um, they have a, a a injury tracker there. It's a it's a Roto World uh, product of theirs, and I just went and clicked on Tyron Smith's recent injury history and. Not including this offseason, which now we've got the torn hamstring. Uh, I was told he's he's been dealing with this ankle injury that's been bugging him a lot more than... Where's than, a lot of tape on his shoe if you watch him practice. I, I think that might help to explain some of what we were talking about from the practice the other night where Micah and some other guys were just bullying him at times. Um, but you've got... Terrell Basham. Yeah, I mean, Basham. Yeah, yeah, three, four years ago, Terrell Basham is not winning a rep against right. Tyron Smith. 100%. And... So you've got the ankle, the hamstring. He dealt with the back issues. You remember in OTAs. So not including those. This is just from 2019 on. Uh, player profiler tracks the following injury, like showing up on the injury report or missing games. Back spasms in 2019. Week 4 of 2019, a high ankle sprain. Week 13 of 2019, an Achilles tendon strain. Preseason 2020, a hamstring strain. Uh, week 2 of 2020, a neck stinger. That was what shut him down for the year in 2020. Uh, week five of 21, he had a neck strain week six of 2021. He had an ankle bone spur and week 14 of 2021. It was an ankle sprain. So we're talking about a guy who's got just a, a CVS receipt worth of injuries here. And it, it begs the question a little bit, whether he returns this year or not, I think now more than ever, this is the the last year for Tyron Smith, not just Dallas. I, 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 I don't know that Tyron Smith, plays in 2023 anywhere you know Bobby um, talked to a lot of people about Tyron Smith through the year and years I guess is should what I should have said and they've always felt like that you know we've we've done scenarios where well, what can you get for Tyron Smith if you trade him and move on and that and stuff and people have kind of told me that if Tyron Smith were to get traded that he would just retire he doesn't want it he's not interested and you know maybe we're to that point right now where this is one of those injuries that he comes back, you know, Hey, that's just because of how tough he is and he wants to be a part. But in all honesty, this should be the last year for Tyron Smith. It, you know, you can't, and especially if all of a sudden they figure something out at left tackle, if Tyler Smith say comes in and, and, you know, he, he doesn't have to be Tyron Smith. But if he's good enough, you know, we remember what happened in 2016 with with Tony Romo and the way that Dak Prescott came in and everybody was just a nervous wreck. I remember the day when uh, Kellen Moore got his foot stepped on and, oh, my gosh, and here we go. And it's Dak Prescott. And Dak Prescott looked awful in practice and stuff like that. But he goes out the Coliseum against the Rams. He starts to play and you're like going, okay, maybe there is something here. You know, maybe we'll have that same kind of realization with Tyler Smith playing tackle if that's the case I think on right now he's the most qualified guy to be playing there now we'll see if they make a move and go get a veteran guy or something like that or they try ball or whatever but if you're asking me who the most qualified guy is to play left tackle I'll say Tyler Smith but all that said 
you know, maybe he makes people say, well, we're just going to now move on from Tyron Smith. So, um, you know, you don't want to see a guy go out this way, but football does this. You know, we saw it with the with Tony Romo and all the years of service he had with the Cowboys. And, Des, and, uh, and excuse me, Dak Prescott came in and did a, a marvelous job. It's funny you bring up the Romo situation because it's very reminiscent to me. I, I was talking with Sean Sharif, uh, our teammate over at 105 Through the Fan in Dallas, and I first thing I told him when I saw him this morning uh, as we were hosting the show together was I said, and this is so reminiscent to me of how the Romo news broke in 2016, yeah. where it was he gets hurt against Seattle, and then he's standing up on the sideline arguing to go back in. There, there's talk of, man, he was moving around the airplane fine afterwards. He was. I was on the flight with him. I couldn't believe he got hurt. I, seriously, I was on the road trip, and I remember doing the game with Brad Sham, and we're in the press box, and we're talking with Christy Scales the whole time, and we're really not doing the game. We're talking about what's what's happening with Romo. Yeah. You know, and all that. And I remember him being on the plane. I remember him walking around. I remember him with a cocktail in his hand, you know, that kind of thing. You know, talking to people as they're going through on their, you know, iPads watching practice. And I was thinking, well, Romo's fine. This is one of those, oh, no, he's okay, you know, injuries. This is not going to be as bad as, uh, as we think. And lo and behold, it was as bad as we thought. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Exactly. There was a lot of chatter about sounds like the Cowboys dodged a bullet. There was concern initially, but they're good. And then they get the MRI and it's, oh, this is bad. He's out for 10 weeks. And that was kind of the evolution of Tyron Smith's news where Tyron limped off. But then you heard people saying "Ah, he, you know, he 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 was fine walking out of there. Didn't even have a limp, was walking out in slides. Connor McGovern says, oh, I think he's fine. The way he I, I heard him grunt and, you know, the good grunts from the bad ones. So I know I think he'll be fine. And all these reports of, man, the ACL's intact. They're going to do an MRI just to confirm what they think is, is ultimately a dodged bullet. And then it just it, it it aggressively ramps up and says, hey, this is this is really bad news. And it's funny that it actually comes on the anniversary six years ago, as we're recording this six years ago today of uh, Tony Romo uh, getting that injury against the Seahawks. But as we talk about their their options to replace it Let, let's first discuss the internal stuff then we'll discuss some external options really quickly but jerry jones uh saying on first take this morning on espn uh saying out at their their kickoff banquet in frisco that they're going to look to internal options first so brian does that do you think automatically mean tyler smith is, is the default or does that mean there's some sort of competition here between tyler smith and josh ball uh is, well let's go in here in any way or, or do you think this is basically at this point does internal options just mean in, in coded language mean tyler smith at left tackle do you think? i think it's got to be tyler smith I, you know the, the 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 whole the whole reason that you drafted him was to be that guy all we heard was left side player you know, future replacement type of a guy. And I mean, I know he didn't play any left tackle this summer, you know, and they didn't do anything to try and get him ready to play left tackle. 
But you had to know, even if he played guard, there was going to be a time where Tyron Smith was not going to be able to line up. It's just history. That's what it is. And they were adamant. They didn't want us to put Tyler Smith in one spot. They said left side player. Okay, guard, tackle, you know, we'll see. We'll figure things out. I can't believe that they just went through OTAs and minicamp and said, well, Tyler Smith can't play tackle. He played tackle at Tulsa. You know, you yeah. watch him at tackle, you know, there, you know, big guy, good run blocker. You know, the pass blocking, there was times where he wasn't as good. The feet and the hands didn't work really well. Feet and hands looked like they're working a lot better in the pros right now for him. I just feel like that that is the best eternal option that you have. Better than Ball, better than Let's Go, better than Collins. You know, uh, you know, you can, even Alicone, you could put him in that mix too because I think you could actually consider him, you know, as a guy that, you know, is – is battling for a spot. And, and I mean that in a good way. I, I'm yeah. not saying maybe he'll be a starter, but, you know, he's a guy that it, when you watch him play left tackle uh, in the preseason, the two games we've studied, and he's going to play a ton tonight, you know, against the Seahawks, then, you know, that will be, that will be something that, you know, you could say, well, he's, he's, he's maybe he, he's, you know, once again, you put him on the practice squad and see what you really, really have there. But, I, I think eternally it's got to be Tyler Smith first. I really, really do. And Tyler Smith, of course, dealing with that ankle injury. Yeah. Uh, he will not play against Seattle, so we won't get the opportunity to see him there. Mike McCarthy, since we last recorded, had basically said if the season were to start today, Connor McGovern would be our starter at left guard. That's sent some people into a little bit of a an overreaction, I think, when Tyler Smith has come up at left tackle, where I've seen a lot of people, heard a lot of people, social media, everywhere else, just say, hey, if he's not good enough to win the guard spot, I don't feel any better about him just basically taking over a tackle. And I think it's a little more nuanced than that. It's not that he's bad at guard. I think he's been better at guard. I, I think it's yeah. just a little more complicated in terms of experience. There's other- something there's something going on that we do not have a handle on. And and it hasn't been that Connor McGovern has been bad. It's no. but I feel like though watching Tyler Smith, I see a guy with power, I see a guy with athletic ability. I see a guy, you know, has there, you know, a week one, he gets a holding call. Week two, same rule situation. Let's go. Doesn't get the holding call. You know, those are the kinds of things he's learning along the way. Now, maybe there's some, he's missing assignments. Maybe these coaches are worried that, like, listen, we can't afford to have a guy in there missing assignments. But this organization for years was outstanding with plug and play first round offensive linemen. I thought this kid was going to be that. I really did. There might be something that we absolutely don't know about. And I just can't believe that they they went last year playing with Connor Williams and Connor McGovern, and Connor McGovern got pulled from the starts that he had. He had opportunity, couldn't keep the job, to the point where they even drafted uh, an offensive lineman to play the position. So I, I don't know. But I do know that to me, if you're saying, the, give me the guy that's played tackle, give me the guy that's played tackle at a high level, give me a guy that's played tackle and was drafted in the first round, that's Tyler Smith. You know, and I feel like the scouts, Mike McCarthy, those guys were on top of this one. Maybe that, you know, maybe the, the offensive line coaches didn't feel as good about that. We've talked about that before. Maybe they've changed a little bit in their opinion. Yeah. But I, I just find it really unusual that we didn't see 
uh, Tyler Smith uh, be the guy that's the, you know, the primary left guard for the Dallas Cowboys? Well, maybe now he's the primary left tackle for him. Uh, just as we close up this segment, because I think we've we've pretty much established this is going to be an internal candidate. It's I think so initially, yeah. External. If they go external, I think a few names that, that are worth watching, and, and you can give us some feedback on these guys if you like. A trade potential trade guy, maybe an Isaiah Wynn uh, from New England, who they they were not they kind of thought he was small, right? Didn't they think he was a small, small tackle? That yeah. was a different. That was a different coaching staff. I, I, yeah. I don't think that would matter to them as much. Um, but still, Isaiah Wynn is somebody that they could consider. Uh, you've got a free agent like Eric Fisher, the former number number one overall pick. He's a guy who started getting a little banged up later in his career here. Yeah. And then if you if you want to really go grizzled veteran, but a guy who can, I, I think, still play a little bit, it'd be Jason Peters, who's still on yeah. the street. Jason Peters is a guy, though, when I talk to my gang of seven, the general managers and directors of player personnel and stuff like that, they seem to think at 40 years old that Jason Peters has got some stuff still left in the tank. Now, maybe what you do is you sign Jason Peters as an insurance policy to play behind Tyler Smith. Last year, he made, I believe it was $1.7 million with the Bears. People that watched the tape said a little rough early, but got better as the season went along. And so they were talking about him being more of an, an option and a, a better option than what you had with the guys like uh, Daryl Williams, uh, Eric Fisher, and guys like that. You're listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star, of course, is an Odyssey podcast. You can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.